funny to say. I was relying on Trace for something. <laughs> well, funny is maybe not the right word, but um, <laughs> something catchy. Hey, I got something uh, to say. Wear a fucking mask, you morons. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially now. Should I just pretend this whole thing? Especially back then, happened? too. Well, yeah, yeah. That's, um, also, when I ask you to wear a mask at my work, uh, the proper response is not, I'm going to come back and shoot up this place. So, um, yeah. Uh, appreciate, appreciate that, and welcome to GameQuest. <laughs> what a jackass. Jesus. <laughs> a lot of people. S- smart people in this general vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, just the three of us right now. Uh, me, Jordan, Jacob. Well, me, me, uh, <laughs> me, Jordan, Holden, me, Jordan, Holden? Yeah, no, well, it's, you know, me that, like almost smash. Sounded, that almost sounded like two different people, you know, um, no <laughs> comma there, me, Colin, Jordan, uh, Jacob and Matt are here, as you can probably tell, uh, if you're, uh, you know, a fan of the show, you might know that already. Um, and we're, uh, we have, we have some catching up to do. We we're not. How long has it been? It feels like it's been a year since we've weeks, recorded. I think. I, like, two weeks. I had, to, I had to look at the podcast feed today to see what, when the last time we uploaded, and it was 13 days, I think. God, time is just fucking getting away from me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, uh, yeah, we're going to catch up on some news that you probably already heard. Uh, but uh, actually, a lot of this is new. So, uh, Get ready we, for a 10-hour podcast. No, probably not. It's We're going to glance over most of this shit well, why the fuck did i bring so many snacks then i don't it? know man uh <laughs> did you bring some to share with the class is my only question uh, yeah if you want to drive down here we will load you up <laughs> cool, 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 cool. all right um i'll be right back and we're gonna take a quick break on this podcast <laughs> and, and get that done so long, i can't remember first piece of news uh fucking skate four got announced did we talk about that five weeks ago when we recorded a podcast i don't remember i well okay i think we did and also uh the words skate four were never mentioned which i think i, I thought it was no they said I... a new a new skate <laughs> so, so it's splitting hairs i know i know but it could um, be a prequel <laughs> it could be, it could be any number of things um what we do know is that it's not a mobile game um thank god <laughs> Oh, what if it's a battle royale? Scale, dude, that would. I'm in, man. Style off, man. Knock yes. your opponents out. That might actually be kind of fun. If you wreck, you're out. Yeah. I mean, hey, that Forza mode was pretty damn cool, and you know, I appreciate interesting takes on that formula for sure. Um, I might be the only one, but that's that's fine by me. Um, all right, let's start with the most pressing news of the day. Uh, so y'all know Fortnite. Speaking of uh, battle royales. <laughs> um, Fortnite Save the World, as it were, um, is the single player or co-op portion. Uh, that is f- finally leaving early access. Um, <laughs> so that, that's the thing where I have to explain every time somebody comes to my house, like somebody new. Oh, why, why do you have a box copy of Fortnite? Because I was one of the fools that bought the Save the World thing when it was in what alpha, yeah. <laughs> and they released a goddamn hard copy. That was the that's the only way to play that game as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, that's finally out of um, <laughs> finally out of beta at the very least. And I don't why 
just because they're not going to update it anymore, I'm assuming, or they're going to update it yeah. a lot less frequently. I don't know. It just uh, it seems like the sort of thing you don't make an announcement for. Does um, that even have players still? <laughs> I assume that there are Fortnite players who are like, hey, let's go just fuck around. Well, I don't know. Uh, pro- proper <laughs> Fortnite, I guess we'll call it now, is uh, it's got like that creative mode and it's got a bunch of other like fuck around modes so um i don't see i don't i don't know how many people are still playing that uh i had a good time with it but not enough to keep going uh but speaking of their creative mode this is actually really cool i haven't seen this um and it's going to lead into something i'm going to talk about a little bit later um somebody has built a competitive socom league within fortnite uh, they've wow. made the SOCOM maps and apparently, and I, I will have to find out how to check this out myself. Um, they've apparently replicated SOCOM's game mechanics. How the fuck? I, I, I don't That's know. Cool. I don't know if that means the shooting feels like SOCOM or if it's just like regenerating health or, or I don't think SOCOM have regenerating health, but you know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know. I just do not have any clue what the fuck this means. Uh, but I'm <laughs> I'm interested. My my ears have perked up at this um, at this revelation, especially because there's so many unanswered questions about it. Like I, I I don't know what the depth of the creative mode is. I always just assumed it was like, hey, build structures and shit, because that's what Fortnite is. But if you're actually like changing mechanics and doing like light coding and stuff, you could probably do a lot of really cool stuff there. But I may Me? never find out. I may never find out for myself. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, so uh, move on to Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning, which we talked about uh, the last time we did this, I believe. Uh, we got a date for it. It's coming out September 8th. And oh, by the way, it's getting an expansion. Love it. It's... <laughs> um, what? what is it with the... fucking like decade plus old ARPGs getting full fledged fucking expansions? I fucking love it. Ugh. Like, what is the point <laughs> of this? I don't care. I'm I mean, getting okay. that. I'm gonna play the shit out of it. So if it gives me more content, I am down. I, so, I have heard Warcraft three or not Warcraft three of of the Warcraft. Uh fucking reboot they put out i'm pretty World sure I, Warcraft, I, I saying the exact same thing i don't care i'm gonna play the shit out of that game when it comes out it, it, but that was legit shit now if the same thing happens with this then yeah i'm refunding that shit too but i'm hoping <laughs> it doesn't so yeah i mean this actually goes through and i don't I, I don't know what the fuck blizzard did like to fuck up warcraft so bad I think they just lied about a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, as, as many good um, remakes and remasters that there have been, we do also kind of forget that, like, these can be fucked up royally. Okay, did either of you play the Silent Hill HD collection? No. Uh, do either of you have any reverence for Silent Hills 2 and 3? I think I've only ever played part of 2. Okay, well, let's let's just say for argument that you did... <laughs> Um, and then you played those and it completely shit all over the games that you loved. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah. And, and they never fixed it. It was, it was never like patched and fixed, but that's like Konami for you, I guess. Um, like 
there were just weird things. Uh, so in Silent Hill 3, there's definitely sections where you're like walking across this like metal grate. And uh, that footstep sound was like across half of the shit you walk on. So it all sounded oh, like God. metal. And it was just a bunch of <laughs> dumb shit like that. Um, and, you know, granted, this came out back in 360 PS3 days. Uh, so people have learned since then, I think. But um, remasters can definitely suck. They can be worse than their originals. And I don't know what the state of Warcraft 3 is right now. It's still, but... it's still real shit. They haven't sure. really done anything with it. So the it... one thing that I was wondering with this is, is Kurt Schilling getting any of his fucking money back that he put into this shit with now? No, I mean, he I don't... got He went bankrupt, if I remember right. Well, that serves him right, Mr. Bloody fucking Sock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that, the, the bloody was in air quotes because I'm... Um, yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so because I I'm pretty sure this whole IP and everything just got sold just got outright sold to straight. yeah, yeah PHQ Nordic and uh, I don't imagine that there's any sort of like maybe he got a cut of that because it was his studio. Um, Fuck, I, I don't yeah, know. I, Rhode I mean, obviously, somebody had to sell it, right? Or did did Rhode Island sell? Well, it? Yeah, like, did Rhode Island sell? Yeah, I don't know because that whole fucking story just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll find out eventually maybe Kurt Schilling will come out on Twitter and be like yo I got $25 <laughs> Kingdoms of Amalur finally coming come out through. of retirement I need money <laughs> yeah oh god yep baseball's hurting I need to come back <laughs> fuck we already have one old pitcher in baseball we don't need another one um, so that's pretty cool uh, speaking of pretty cool things Mortal Shell the uh, Dark Souls like game from uh, Cold Symmetry, uh, which I believe is a new studio, but I think we've talked about at least the announcement of this game, or I've I've privately been pretty excited about it. Yeah, um, it launched in a closed beta form on Epic Game Store, and you get apparently, apparently it was doing pretty well. So let me finish the story, and then you can ask me questions. <laughs> um, apparently, it was doing pretty well, and fans were just like, "Man, I really wish I could get in and play this," and so they just opened it up to everybody. Um, oh, nice. You can go on the Epic Game Store right now and download the Immortal Shell beta for no charge. Uh, you do not need a, a key, a code, anything, no invites, nothing like that. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool way to treat your fans, I would say. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. much guaranteed like a day one purchase for me. So, oh. yeah. From that action alone it? or from playing it? From, from playing it. <laughs> okay. and, and that action. like That was just like a cool little thing and then from actually playing it, which I'm sure we'll get into later. Yeah, but. we'll get into I also played some of that, so we'll we'll get into that. Um, yeah, just a really cool thing for a business to do and you don't actually uh, you don't see that sort of stuff that often. Um, no, especially I'm, not for a game that people are actually like hyped to play. Yeah, yeah. They're usually like, no, nah, we're going to limit this a little more. Um, I just want Microsoft to take note and open up uh, Flight Simulator, please and thank you. Because yep. Um, yep. Uh, yep. Yes, please. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep hearing about. Oh, I think that's actually. I think that's hitting beta soon. Um, so that's finally coming out of alpha, and it's July thirtieth, I believe. Okay, yeah. So people who had alpha access obviously are going to get into the beta, and then they're going to start um, inviting more people who signed up. Uh, I, I'm assuming I signed up for that. I don't actually know. Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I'm pretty sure I signed up. So uh, hopefully I my past self did. <laughs> yeah, there, there doesn't appear to be a uh, sign up page anymore. And I would imagine that uh, you, like me, if you had known there was a sign up happening, you would have done it. Um, 
but they don't always communicate that stuff perfectly. So <laughs> we uh, we'll see what happens there, I guess. Um, but <laughs> speaking of betas, uh, I don't think we ever actually talked about Crucible, did we? Like it, no, because it, it none was, of us played it. mentioned it when they announced it, but I don't think we ever actually talked about it. Yeah, I mean, I I think I might have mentioned. So so I did play it. Um, and I think I remember mentioning that I thought their spin on the battle royale was cool because it was teams of two, and if your partner died, you could partner up with another solo player. Um, but at the oh. end, you had to turn on each other and like one v one. Um, so and I, I thought that was really cool. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, I was because they stripped that mode out of the game. Um, and went to the only mode. Uh, that I thought was absolutely bad uh, as the only mode for that game. Well, apparently I'm not the only one who has at least that feeling. Um, Crucible has gone back into beta after being <laughs> an already released product. Um, it oh, is I thought that you had just pulled it. No, like, no, it's still up. Uh, you can still download it as far as, far as I'm aware. Anyway, um, they're just pulling an Anthem and <laughs> saying, Hey, we're going to reset real quick. Like- and, Three weeks. <laughs> At yeah. least they did a little quicker than Anthem did, right? Right. Yeah. And, you know, also to their credit, Crucible's a free game. Um, so <laughs> nobody's going to be mad that like, oh, I wasted 20 minutes on this game. I don't like, well, well, if you are, if you are that person, uh, get over it. Um, but <laughs> it's not like a $60 game where they're like, man, this is ass. You guys should really fix this. Um, whether they can fix it, who knows, but lot of weird things are happening at these amazon game studios right now um that new world mmo that they've apparently been working on forever got delayed uh, a year yeah also just got delayed a year so um maybe that had some crucible built into it i don't know (laughs) i think they're just trying to rush fucking products out and uh well they've been working on this stuff for a long time they have so from like, what I was reading on the New World thing, because I've been keeping somewhat of an eye on it, because yeah, it, it looks kind of cool, cool is yeah. there was no mid to late game content at all. And I'm sitting Sick there like, dog. it's an MMO, and you're not going to have in-game shit to do. Like, what the fuck are you thinking? But, ugh. This was supposed to launch, like, this or next month. Like- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man like i okay i appreciate them delaying it rather than just being like all right here's part of a game we'll keep updating it right Um, like yeah make it make it an experience to play right out of the bat um unless you're gonna go straight up early access mode and be like all right here's a 20 dollar game whatever no subscription i hope and yeah um, yeah we're gonna keep building on it with your feedback that sort of stuff which maybe that's the route they should have taken i don't actually know um, I'll keep my eye on that. I, I I say that with a lot of MMOs, and I fucking fall right off. But yeah, we, we know Jordan with that MMOs. Like you. I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, I want to talk about NBA 2K. Uh, it's it's kind of ruffled some feathers here for a while. Uh, first things first, Damian Lillard on the cover. My boy, Dame Time. Uh, that man deserves some respect for those of you who don't know, uh, quietly one of the best players in basketball right now. And he's doing it on the Portland trailblazers, a team that, uh, has not really done anything in quite some time. Um, dare you. He's that the kind of person who will, uh, stay <laughs> home. He's, you know, he likes I it there. That is a Portland native. I really don't give yeah. a fuck. 
yeah, no, you're no, you're good. Like I love the Trailblazers; they just haven't really done anything, uh, despite City! despite his best efforts. Um, so that's, I think that's the like Canadian or no, that's the that is the current generation console cover. Um, the the next generation consoles will have Zion Williamson, who's uh, rookie of the year, likely, and all this other shit. Where this actually becomes a conversation, um, they have multiple versions of this game, obviously, you know, deluxe edition type stuff. Um, they have the Mamba Forever edition, which is graced by the late Kobe Bryant, which makes perfect sense. That version of the game is like $100. And one of the things that it gets you is a free upgrade from the current gen to the next gen consoles. Um uh, obviously you're paying a hundred dollars. It's hard to consider that free, but it is part of the package. So <laughs> like, you know, you get other things in said package, but you know what I mean? Um, this is not a case of buy the game for $60, get the upgraded version for free, free. This, this is a problem because the next gen versions of this game are $70. Um, there is no, the $60 version is the current gen. The 70 is the next gen. Um, obviously, prompting a lot of people to be like, yo, our game's going to be $70 all of a sudden, which um, it would would make sense. Like it makes perfect sense. Uh, The price of games has not gone up in a number of years. (laughs) No, I mean, they were 50 on PS three, at least to start. I think Um, that was like your standard triple a price, but either way they have not kept up with things like inflation and all this other shit. So what so what do y'all think like with the type of games that I play I have no issue putting $70 into one because I'm usually going for the you know longer RPGs and shit like that so Cyberpunk I'm not paying $70 for a fucking baseball game every goddamn year that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was not paying $60 for, so uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, my fucking five years straight was because I spent $60 on, I'll be damned if I don't play that game until it burns to the ground. <laughs> what, what is your, okay. So Jacob, what is your metric for, um, getting your $60 worth? Is it like, are you one of those people that's I, like I really an hour one, a dollar but, uh, or there, there is this, YouTube channel that used to have a series called One Dollar One Hour, okay, where yeah. for every every dollar you spend on the game, there has to be that many hours of like fun gameplay in it or something like that. Sure. Uh, obviously, that's not feasible in like any game. Uh, but I just thought well, that, that was a, a funny. I mean, it's, it depends. You know, like you mean not every game or what? Like you, you said, it's not feasible in any game, but you mean like not every game, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um. Sure. And like, I kind of get behind that. I mean, I, I don't necessarily have like a full metric, but I generally agree that um, an, a dollar an hour is is good. But also, like, I like to think of it in terms of like how much I make per hour. And so, you know, let's, mm. let's go with 15, uh, which is about, you know, where I'm at. Uh, you know, so everybody can dox me now. Um, <laughs> that's, that's four hours. <laughs> that is four hours that something needs to hold my attention before it becomes like not worth it or, or whatever um or if you want to double that it's eight hours or something like that um this is yeah, all to say to that i think the difference between 60 and 70 dollars is pretty damn negligible i don't give a fuck <laughs> um yeah 
games money are a bags. Lot, games are expensive to make. Editions are going to go expensive anyway. Yeah. So right, and so they've been as if they're not this. already. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like they, they already <laughs> are, so they're going to be expensive no matter what you do. Yeah, and they've been conditioning us with this for quite some time. You're like, oh, you get the deluxe edition first, an extra ten dollars, and you get worthless digital goods, a soundtrack, and all this other stuff. So, you know, they definitely <laughs> games have been sixty dollars technically, but um, the opportunity to spend seventy is is a uh, very easy if if you really want to go all in on it um the part that i think is interesting is i wonder a like it does it remains to be seen whether anyone takes this lead right um this is one game this is one company uh granted take two is a big company so they can kind of do whatever the fuck they want but this is the first time we've seen next gen game 70 dollars, whereas everything else is like buy the current gen for 60 get a free upgrade is that going to be a way for games like cyberpunk to be like, yo, we need early adopters. We don't want people waiting for the consoles to drop. Let's give them a $10 discount. Oh, like, I mean, I'm buying it either way. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's not a great example because they're not working on the next gen version or, you know, the, the official one yet. Yeah. But okay. Let's say Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like, what do we think? Is that going to premiere with two different price points for the same exact game? Well, you know. No, because they're going to do what they did with fucking Odyssey and Origin and going to get me to pay $140 for like a week's (laughs) early access and all the season passes. So that's how that's going to (laughs) work. Let me introduce you to Uplay Plus, dude. Just fucking $15 a month. You know, I forgot that was even there. That's, uh, uh, that's how I've been enjoying the division again, because um, <laughs> I don't really, really want to drop for that season pass right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting, and and uh, you know that also makes a good point is like all these subscription services that theoretically take away, or not probably not theoretically, but literally take away from sales. Like, I, what you know, are they gonna give subscribers that ten dollar discount or something? It's it's just gonna be interesting to see. Um, nothing's gonna fucking happen not enough people are gonna take a stand against it they'll sell enough games they won't change and you're just gonna have to fucking you're gonna have to buck up the extra ten dollars to play play your games and it's just gonna be that way buy one less starbucks coffee a week you're fine yeah really it's not that it's not that bad it's it's really not if it lets them keep operating because as we know game (laughs) development costs have skyrocketed to more than fucking like Hollywood blockbusters. So yeah, 10 bucks ain't a big deal. What about this? Now I have no basis for saying this. The, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but this is that is the a subtitle th- for 2020? Oh, oh, there are so many subtitles for 2020. Um, oh God, I just saw a good one. I wonder if I saved it on my phone. Um, let's take... God, how many copies did Grand Theft Auto sell? Like as a as a high mark, um, you mean like the whole franchise? Five, five. Like how how many copies has Grand Theft Auto Five sold? Uh, Over a billion, one hundred and thirty million copies. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what I said. Um, what is one hundred and thirty million times ten dollars? <laughs> a lot, right? Like a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. Make me like do a lot math. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if that 
what if that makes game development a lot less bad? Um, it's one point three billion dollars. Okay. If that leads to less crunch, yeah, like like what like, if that's a win win? No matter what you do. I mean, we are all stable, well, somewhat stable adults with, you know, jobs <laughs> that can afford this gym. Well, we'll sure, talk about that some little moment. Jimmy, you know, that, that's fucking 15 years old may not have the income that we do, but yeah, the majority the, of people buying games are going to have the extra ten dollars. So yeah, shit. Um, and and that that adds up for these companies. Like I I think that's the main point here. Well, yeah. not every game, and and in fact, zero games are Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, <laughs> that adds up quick. And even if it's if it's less crunch, I mean, I'm I'm sure that would be great. But I think developers also would love to see some sort of benefit from that giant increase in revenue uh, monetarily, if if nothing else. So, um. I don't know something <laughs> we we will probably never know, but just something I was thinking about. Um, sp- speaking of stable adults, and I just want to mention this and quickly move on. Um, I I have to I have to get her name. Um, the voice actress for can I can I say the name Matt? Like, is it? Are we there? Last it's been of what three weeks? Uh, yeah, you can uh, say the fucking name, okay, Laura yeah. Bailey for Abby. Yeah, Laura Bailey, who plays Abby in um, Last of Us Two, has been getting uh, let's let's just call let's just call it like hate mail, hate mail, on death threats, um, toxic spew, so unfucking real, just fucking everything you can possibly think of. Um, And I won't say why specifically, but they don't. I think we can totally talk about it. I finished watching it. By the way, that's the. Literally, okay. the only thing I brought to this episode is that game that I okay. watched. Let's let's save it till and the end. Fifteen shitty yeah. horror movies you watched. Yeah, um, let's yeah, save it till the end. I'm but I'm glad I'm done with that. <laughs> the, thing we, the thing we'll talk about later. Um, the her character Abby is involved in, and she's receiving these Ooh. threats, essentially under the guise that um, a she is Abby as a real life person. B, the thing she did was act was done upon another real life person, and B, that she had any say whatsoever in the story of this game. Yeah, she was getting um, paid to read from a fucking yeah. piece of paper. Yeah. Like, come on, um, disgusting. We've said it before, and it, it bears repeating. Obviously, um, if you're Nerds a fucking, fucking shit, suck. go fucking kill yourself. I don't care. Dorks if, suck shit. If you've ever given someone a death threat because they're a voice actor for a character you don't like uh <laughs> end it. yeah Just please fucking end it, end dude. it. i you're, you would be doing everyone a fucking favor trust um, me your family is literally just waiting <laughs> they're waiting well if yeah, they knew what, canceled i mean if they knew what you were doing cancel um, me no one has canceled anyone for telling them to well have they Look, we're not discriminating against a race or a gender or anything like that. We're just saying just if hateful you're morons. If you're and a discriminate against hateful people. Yeah. Hey, if you're if you a send hate mail and if you don't wear a mask, you can fuck right off. Yeah. No, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's fucked up. Um probably don't do that. Uh you can feel how you want to feel about the game and the character and the people that made it. Um like as far as like good dislike, like whatever, um, like not going to play the game. That's about all you get. Yeah. Uh, maybe don't 
threaten Don't someone's life ass. over fucking nothing. Hey, and and um, for Laura Bailey fans, Critical Role is back, so get to listen. Nice. Very nice. Wait, uh, wait. The Abby voice actor is from Critical Role? Uh-huh. Okay, maybe I should listen to Critical Role. I need, Critical I need more, I need more material while I'm at work. And you've cause... got like a solid fucking hundreds of hours worth of yeah. content. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, Friends at the Table is another one I would recommend to you. Um, if you listen to Critical Role before you listen to Adventure Zone, I'm going to be really upset. I've listened to some of Ad- Adventure Zone. Uh, Jacob, Critical how- Role <laughs> is my- <laughs> I, I, I have nothing else to say besides that. So <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want to ask you, uh, since we're talking about podcasts, you should be listening to. Uh, how far did you get in behind the police? I I'm only part of the way through the first episode. I don't listen to podcasts that much at home. Uh, so it's really only when I'm like driving to work or on my lunch break. Um, mm-hmm. And that one is currently on the bottom of my roster of weekly podcasts. So I'm not uh, as far into it as I would like to, but Ariel but has started listening fucking to it. fucking wild. Oh yeah. And Ariel's super into it also. So I'm, oh, I'm definitely planning to, to dive in because it, yeah, oh. it's a lot. It, it's it's a lot for sure um speaking of a lot sony is back and they are investing 250 million dollars to get a minority stake in epic games um seems like a wise move that's that epic makes a lot of money um having shares of that money cannot be a bad thing right yeah yeah uh, are they, they going to be the new 10 cent are we just going to hate them soon <laughs> You can get as big as you want. Just don't be fucking evil. Yeah. Don't be Bill Gates over here, man. Jesus. I tried to talk like, oh, COVID medicine should be, you know, used (laughs) for those who need it, not people who are going to charge a bunch. Get get your fucking microchips out of here, man. Let me pay for them. God damn it. Get out of here, you fucking socialist (laughs) scum. Yeah, you motherfucker. Um, Yeah, that's a thing. That's a cool thing. Uh, speaking of Tencent, though, they have established a Los Angeles-based uh, studio to develop AAA games for modern, uh, or not modern, uh, next-gen consoles, I guess we're going to call them for the next couple of months at least. Um, you see their Cyberpunk knockoff? No, but cyberpunk? I find it. Is it really a Cyberpunk knockoff? <laughs> it is a Cyberpunk, cyberpunk knockoff. never comes like... out? Uh, yeah, yeah, Chris has a Cyberpunk the knockoff. Chris? Don't you dare! Yeah, Put if that, that, game, if on, that game comes out first, then technically Cyberpunk is the knockoff. Just a knockoff, yeah. <laughs> well, and just a no. cover. To be fair, they've been talking about Cyberpunk for 895 years, so uh, I think they have the right to uh, be the knocked off. <laughs> Sorry, I do want to interrupt. Um, oh, hey! Currently, the first fight of Fight yeah. Island is taking play or the first event of fight Island. And we are, I'm watching God the, uh, damn it, Dana. yeah, we are watching, or I'm watching the, uh, the semi or the co-main and the main event while we are recording this. So if I yell, I'm so very sorry. Wait, is it already, is it already at the main event? Yeah. Or the, the co-main, I should say. Um, co-main. Cause they're doing four titles, right? Like something fucking ridiculous. I don't know. I uh, didn't. I slept through. Well, you'd be the one who would know. The first part. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know who's on the card. Ex- uh, like I know that Jorge Masvidal is the main event. All I know is Conor McGregor is not there. So um, yeah. And I think everyone else I know is retired. Uh, is Chuck Liddell still fight? I doubt it. 
Nope, he hasn't fought in a very long time. <laughs> like, he needs to keep it that way because he was old Rockle when I was Star, watching. <laughs> Rockle Star has not fought uh, since the UFC let him get away with using steroids, and then he fought Mark Hunt with a pass on like the the testing window before you can fight. He he was the they waived that for him, and then he popped for steroids. And they have been entangled in a legal battle over that since, I don't know, probably 2016. Huh. Interesting. I think Mark uh, Hunt should get paid. I think Mike Hunt should get paid. I think his name should have been Mike. <laughs> I think Mike Hunt should get stuffed. Well, if that's what you want. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyway, no idea what this Tencent Game Studio is going to be working on, but um, yep, it's going to be something. Interested to see if it's like just bigger mobile games or what. I don't actually know. Um, Their hands are in everything, though, so it could be whatever the fuck they want it to be. Um, God, there's some TV news we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, Well, we got leaks. Uh, so by the time you're hearing this, probably, I don't know, I might get it up tonight and maybe somebody will listen right away. Um, Ubisoft Forward will probably have happened on uh, July 12th. So you'll probably already know that Far Cry 6 is a thing and it has uh, Giancarlo Zito, uh, Mr. Gus Fring from Breaking Bad and uh, many other credits where he's just incredible. Did you just call um, him Gus Frito? No, I said Gus Fring. <laughs> no. I think I like got Jacob and you <laughs> at the same time, and I heard Gus. Yeah, Mr. Gus Frito, you know <laughs> that guy. Thanks, <laughs> Almighty. Yeah. Um, so we uh, had a leak, leaked information, and then um, the Ubisoft Twitter account was like, "All right, here's a teaser. Fuck you guys. It's it's him." And we'll reveal more in the 12th. Well, the full trailer has come out, um, albeit the only version I've seen is in French. Um, Seems like a well-made trailer. I still don't know what to make of that kid. Some people are saying that this is going to be a young Voss from uh, Far Cry 3. I don't know that I want that, but... I don't know. I mean, he he surely won't be the main player either way, um, because you do not cast Gus and fucking... Yeah, not having him be the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I guess it would be kind of a nice thing if, like, you go through the whole game. Um, I mean, now that these rumors are floating around, you know, we would not be part of this. But you go through the whole game not really thinking anything of it. And then at the end of it, it's like, here's Voss. And now he's mad that you killed his father or whatever. Um, you killed no, my Yeah, No indication whatsoever of uh, who you will be playing. Um is a very topical trailer about uh, the riots happening to overthrow. Um, I'm just going to keep calling him Gus. It's a Far Cry story. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's a Far Cry story, but no word on whether that part of the Far Cry story will be a group of uh, white college kids coming in to save the day. Um, <laughs> it's just how it um, happens. Thank the Lord for those rich white people. Exactly. Um, does appear to be like in the seventies, they show some cars on fire and they definitely look like seventies era cars. Um, That's a different, some sort of, yeah. Um, so I again, adding credence to this could be a young Voss. Um, 
uh, it seems like a, a Cuba analog. I doubt it's going to be actually Cuba, but um, a lot of the like the signage around the riot and everything, and and the even the statue of Gus himself uh, rings very Cuban, especially from that that time period. Um, I'll be interested. I told myself I probably would never be interested in a Far Cry again unless they change something drastic. Um, I'll still be looking to see if anything has changed, but I am definitely more interested in knowing that Giancarlo is in it. And last thing I want to mention. Nope. Nope. I'll mention it later. Um, <laughs> yep. I'll mention it later. Um, so that's the game's news in TV news. We have a Gotham city TV show being produced, um, set in Matt, Matt Reeves's Batman universe. Um, lots of, hey, maybe not the that. best time. Yeah, maybe hey, not. Maybe don't time. do that. Okay, so here, here's actually a question: um, Do you think that if Watchmen had come out right now, that that it would feel like bad? Um, oh, given the subject matter, no. Yeah, yeah like the, the cops weren't the problem in that. It was it was the the cavalry, right? It was uh. Yeah, it it was the KKK analogous. That's essentially the cops. I mean, I mean, in in this world, yes, but not not in not in the Watchmen world is what I'm saying. I think it still brings light to issues that need to be talked about. Yeah. Um, So do we envision any way that this Gotham City? Wait. This isn't about (laughs) police. It's not. Did no no one read the article? Because I definitely didn't. I, I remember reading like most of it, but not all of it because oh, everyone started talking about, about the right time for police stuff. Um, I think it's just Gotham City. Like, I don't think this is a Gotham. Well, well yeah, but if it's not going to be about Batman, then it's going to be about the cops. We're the right? worst fucking journalists ever. We don't even we are, read articles. Okay, we are not journalists. Um, any <laughs> person in their right mind would know that this is an entertainment podcast. Oh, I'm fucking like, sitting on my couch in my underwear right now. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have the video to prove it. Um, yeah, it just says Gotham City. It doesn't say anything about the police. Um, so I think we all just rightfully so uh, made that connection in our head because. Jacob, you're right. That's the only story about Gotham that is not somehow related to Batman. Um, watch it just be like The Sopranos, but with that's what I'm saying. I, I I would watch that. You give me some crime, some like crime drama about the Falcon Falcones, whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, I'd watch the Falcones. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm watching that. I just I want to know how they're going to differentiate it from Gotham, like. TV show, yes, yeah. yeah like, That's my question. Like, we just was, got done watching this. That was crime drama. That was like super villains. That uh, I thought that show was pretty cool. Like, it wasn't the best made thing in the world, and but it was still fun. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely am still kind of resentful about the fact that they said, like, you know, you won't, Batman won't be a big part of this. And I guess they're technically right, but also uh, there was a lot of Bruce Wayne in that show. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know. But yeah, uh, correction to our further statement. Um, this could absolutely be the right time because it's not necessarily a, a police show. Um, that said, I would like to see them handle modern police issues uh, through the guise of a fictional Gotham because there's a lot you could probably say. And most of it would be true. Yeah, but Gotham doesn't have the greatest track record when it comes to clean cops. 
Um, so I'm sure it's not going to be the Upstanding Citizens Brigade. Well, that, I mean, yeah, you're right. But I don't want them portraying like you know the cops in Gotham, uh, Gordon and uh, what's his face. Um, definitely, and okay, Matt, what the fuck is the other guy's name? Harvey Dent. So you're talking the DA? <laughs> no, no, the the, the part, the, the red-haired guy, right? Yeah. Oh fuck. I totally don't remember his name. Okay. Well, anyway, um, he was definitely like that crooked cop. Like he's uh-huh. as soon as Gordon shows up, he's like, yo, you gotta learn to take bribes and, and do all this shit. Like, so that in itself is like, you know, okay, here's some of the problems with policing. And uh, that was more about organized crime. But if they do that sort of thing, I don't want them be- being like, Oh, the cops are the only savior we have because Batman's off fighting with the justice league or some fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, um, maybe maybe talk about some of the issues in the world if they do that. I don't know. We've spent too much time on this. Let's move on to the Fallout TV show, which is happening. Uh, oh, via, yeah. Via the creators of Westworld, uh, <laughs> which, say what you will about Westworld and, and scoff as you might, that first season of Westworld was fucking dope. Yes. Yep. Yes. If nothing... And if they, they are not writing it, well... Let me walk that back. We don't know who's writing it, but supposedly uh, they are just producing. I'm talking about um, Jonathan Nolan and his wife. Yeah, fucking so, Jonathan Nolan. The lesser known of the Nolans, but still. <laughs> the lesser <laughs> Nolan. The lesser known. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what did he do? He did. Um, fuck, I got to look it up. They, they did some shit some really weird shit and then they did Westworld. That's about all I know from the from that <laughs> Nolan. No, he's he's done what's his big thing? Um he wrote Memento. He like he wrote Oh, okay. I did not know that. Um I don't know if he wrote the screenplay for it or anything. I could probably check with uh one or two clicks here. Um he also did the screenplay for The Prestige, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Um also Interstellar. Fuck. He's been all over the place. Yeah, all yeah, very good movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He works with his brother quite often. Yeah. And as, you know, as makes sense. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Did, did these two write Westworld or are they just the ones that they, like, they did write a good chunk of Westworld. Okay. Um, still, I, I've said it before. I'm not going to demonize somebody for, you know, I don't think Westworld season three was that bad um, as far as what I've watched anyway I haven't finished it um, but I'm not going to demonize somebody for you know an item and an episode they've got a good track record you know? yeah so, I'll be that. as long as they get the tone right I'm fucking yeah they, they gotta have that super super dark fucking humor kind of going with it uh, I think the best way to do it would be to do like a fucking Black Mirror kind of yeah. What's it called? What the hell do you call anthology? Thank you. Yes, yeah. Like and maybe even like have a first season that does like before the bombs fall. That way, when the bombs fall, you can kind of follow characters from. I don't know. Like there, there's a lot of ways they can do it. As long as this got the absolutely goofy, darkest shit aesthetic, then I think they'll be okay. You know. As this, long as the ghouls make me want to throw up when I look at them. Right? Uh, <laughs> as long as they're chug, chugging Nuka-Cola every five minutes. <laughs> hey, man, like, I just want to see little call-outs and, like, set dressing and all this stuff. Like, I think that'd be fucking cool. Um, 
it's maybe a better reference now than it was a few years ago, but I hope that it is like lost in that the first season is like this, you know, Hey, everyone's living in the vault and it's, you know, super fifties or whatever. And then the end of that season is when shit like starts to hit the fan. Oh, I would kill for a season of people just getting fucked over by vault tech and not (laughs) realizing that they are part of experiments. Like give me, give me Gary. Like, Gary going fucking insane with all the other Garys. Like, give me some weird ass shit. That'll be awesome. Yeah, that'd be fucking great. Um, I don't know that they'll be able to hold their tongue that long, but um, that's the way that I think that they should do it. And uh, I'm obviously right. So, uh, get it. Back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in other TV news, we have um, Beavis and Butthead's coming back. I don't know if y'all heard about oh, this. Oh my god! Yep. <laughs> Mike Judge is a goddamn genius. I will accept no other opinions on the matter. <laughs> and, um, he's getting two seasons right off the bat of more Beavis and Butthead to um, modernize, etc. Um, did you guys watch that like last reboot they did? Like no, twenty eleven, something like that. I don't know. It was pretty. It was pretty good. Um, I really liked when they did their like little music video commentary stuff and it was all like, <laughs> yes, videos, and, you know, cause MTV does not exist anymore. Um, at least not in that fashion. Uh, so I'll see the shit out of that. Uh, lastly, details are very sketchy, but, um, we know that the co-producer of the Sonic the Hedgehog film is attached to this and that is disco Elysium is getting a TV show. Um, yeah, I why? didn't play that How game, but I cannot picture work? what that show is going to look like. Yeah, I'm hoping <laughs> it's mostly the aesthetic, um, because I think the aesthetic is fucking great. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> like, it can't be that story, right? Like, it can't just be. No, there's no way in hell it can be yeah. that story. There's too much internal bullshit that you got to deal with. Yeah, I know it was like a tabletop setting and then the guy wrote a book. So it's got a fully fleshed out kind of world for it. So they could just pull from that and go hog wild. If they get James McAvoy to play uh, the lead character and also all of his inner monologuing. (laughs) That would be awesome. (laughs) Like have him get hung from a fan by his tie, by his evil tie. And we'll, uh, (laughs) what about that dude? So that's also an anthology, and it's the same story, but all of them are different endings. Oh, that would be dope as shit. That would be dope as shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then how do you do the hanging uh, f- from the fan? Because that's very early on. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you could just, the first episode, if, like wherever, actually, like if it ends up on Amazon, the first episode is like five minutes long. <laughs> you got the drunk guy waking up trying to find his shit, and his tie starts talking to him, and he hangs himself. Like, <laughs> it's, um, it's, uh, what the fuck? Was I just about to say, oh, it's five minutes long, but it's replayed um, 10 times so that it looks like it's 50 minutes long. <laughs> Slight differences in every replay. Just <laughs> Oh, yeah, they could do all the little quick hitters uh, right off the bat there. Um, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, but that's it for the news. Not not as much as it actually looked like when I had all the browser tabs open. But um, yeah, we will have some Ubisoft shit to talk about next time. And Oh, yeah, that's um, tomorrow. I'm excited. And- we have the Microsoft thing. Yeah, Microsoft thing will probably be uh, after that one. Um, yeah, so what did y'all do this week? Um, starting with 
I was gonna say Trace, but he's apparently okay. Here. I'm here. Um, <laughs> I actually have I actually have nothing because I think we were gonna talk about The Last of Us too. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about and that. I, Let's talk about the movies you watched because uh, I know you watched at least a couple of those that maybe we can. Yeah, I I watched the last two or I think what mm-hmm. was the last last paranormal movie that I watched on the last. I don't show? think you had watched any of them. I think you watched the first and you were like, I don't know if I should keep going. And we were all like, well, mostly me was like, yeah, you should keep going. Oh, really? That's I the last. That I could be yeah, wrong. Either that or. Okay. Well, then I've watched two, three, four, five and six. Is that all of them? Wait, or- so there's four. Yeah, there's six. Okay. Was the marked ones one of those? Yes. Yes, the marked ones is five, and then the the demon, the, the demonic. Uh, I don't know. Six was not very good. Yeah, six was very much. And then again, I don't hate any of them. I'll I'll, I'll concede. <laughs> I I will admit that I hated on that series way more than it deserved. Like, it's it's pretty fucking entertaining to watch. Wait, what? I said especially for not having seen it. What was your favorite one? Um, well, I love that one was shot in seven days. Like some, the dude fucking took work off for a week, shot a movie in his house grand, right? For 15 grand. Yeah. And it was paranormal activity. So I'm, I admired that. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I think, I think I may have liked, I don't know, two or three. I think was my favorite because they kind of had the most wild, I guess, CG work. They like the thing I love about those movies is they actually do a good job of making them unique, right? Like we have, yeah, like uh, almost the the way the dog acts, like that's very fucking convincing. And they really pulled that shit off Um, when they have the baby. That was, um, unnerving as fuck and then you have the yes the oscillating fan because it was the 80s and they had to <laughs> figure something out um like they yeah, do a lot and then they somehow use the oscillating fan to create some really fucking freaky moments in that movie yeah <laughs> how do you feel about the um the overall story like the, the i think it's really cool i think they did a pretty good job of going like like covering these characters, but when they were younger, like when they did Katie and Christy mm-hmm. in three, it was about them when they were little. And then one and two pretty much ran concurrent at, after a certain point. So like all of the story still takes place in a pretty short or a relatively short time frame. And I think they, I don't know. I think it, they did. Okay. Like I said, I wasn't wild for six. I mean, it's one of those things where they're like, okay, we, see the money potential here we have to get sequels and they didn't just pump out a bunch of like no substance sequels they're like we have to make this backstory there has to be this cult there has to be this demon that's you know trying to get these kids and all this other stuff and i i respect them for that like five was really good that was the one that with the chihuahua right yeah Okay, five was really cool because at the end of it, uh, he ends up kind of like going through a type, a portal type of thing 
and he's actually in Katie's house. Some might say. Yes. Or yeah, or a ghost, but you learn that that's what she was screaming at in the first movie before she killed her husband. Right. So yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like, like, like totally wrecked. Just little shit like that. It's but, like they're they're pretty yeah. unique. Mm-hmm. But then there's, you know, small things where you're like, oh, shit, I, re- I recognize that. That's a callback. I, I get it. I, uh, I see you. That was Insidious's redeeming quality to me. The, you know, the sequels. Oh, might man, I'm good. Great. I'm ready but, to watch him. But I think they make the previous films better. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, I, I think Insidious is a little uh, goofier than it should be. What the fuck was it? The the hereditary. Like it, it was good until it got real fucking goofy. And I, I just, I just man, I'm, I'm well never, then I, I think I'm gonna love this. <laughs> no, it's I mean, it's not it's not the same. Matt just uh Yeah, well You can't tell me that the ending of Insidious wasn't goofy as fuck. Oh, like, I mean Insidious was but I will <laughs> die on the hill that hereditary is a um, masterpiece. The the thing that I think is the most goofy is when you start seeing the the demon, the the devil guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Darth Maul. <laughs> Fucking out of place. It is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It is hilarious. <laughs> I, I love those movies and, and I can't even explain to you why, but looking at that fucking thing and like when you first see him, it's like a jump scare. And he just looks so goddamn out of place, dude. I, <laughs> you're better than this, man. Fucking James Wan, get your shit together. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that may be the next <laughs> thing, but I wanted I would like to take a break from ghost movies and maybe do some psychological uh horror movies. Fair. Um, have you seen Good Night Mommy? No. <laughs> All right, well, boy, you in watch Gerald's game. Grace doesn't like reading yeah. subs, though. I, no, I don't care. I'll read subs. I think you can. Good Night Mommy's German, right? Yeah. Anyway, I need uh, to watch the orphanage when yes, Kendra isn't good. here because yeah, Kendra doesn't want to uh, read subtitles more than me. We, we need to watch all of Del Toro's fucking yeah. He's got some and uh, the Godfather. We have a long list of shit. We actually made a document <laughs> to uh to keep track of the movies we need to watch. Yeah, I haven't contributed because I know I'll just blow that thing wide open. Um, <laughs> and it's gonna be shit that like only I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, UFC four. The game was announced. By the way, I just looked over and uh, oh, yeah, saw UFC. that. And like pre-order bonuses are like boxers or something. Yeah, you get Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury, both boxers. So that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I was I thought you were talking about underwear. Oh no. Like I'm you, not gonna like lie. You so did I. <laughs> yeah, DLC underwear, man. First you get horse armor and then you get fucking underwear. <laughs> um Who the fuck oh it was Bruce Lee in number three. That's who it was. Okay, Bruce Lee's fucking sweet though. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't think they did him justice because uh, he was not a thousand uh, rating, but you know it's fine. Right. He lost a fight to Conor McGregor. That just doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> like I don't think I'm gonna rush out and like get that. Especially, no. 
bad the last one was. Um, but if they put Snoop Dogg in it and he he says <laughs> Mr. Biscuit though, I'm all for it. Man, that's that's a that's a call out. It doesn't have Joe yeah. Rogan. It doesn't does not have Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is the fucking announcer for the UFC. Like, or is he the color man? I don't know. He's the voice of the UFC as far as I'm fucking concerned. Um, and it apparently does not have Joe Rogan. Wild. Uh, Jorge Masvidal is on the card or is, is on the cover with uh, Israel Adesanya. So that's a, uh, it's, that's a little interesting, especially considering that Jorge Masvidal fights tonight and there's kind of a, a, quote unquote uh curse of the cover. Yeah. And everybody that's been put on the cover of the games loses their next fight. Patrick Ronda Mahomes. Rousey and Connor McGregor included. Patrick Mahomes broke the curse, okay? Everything's fine. All right. Actually I don't think he He got injured, but he still won a Super Bowl, so fucking props. <laughs> <laughs> fucking props to him. <laughs> Um, is that all the movies you want to talk about, Trace? Or yeah, we'll, I'll, we'll we'll get I'll get controversial on The Last of Us <laughs> yeah, later. We'll, we'll do that thing, and and we'll we'll rush into it. Um, Jacob, what about you? What you got? Yeah, I watch some stuff. Uh, Ariel and I watched both Pet Cemeteries uh, back to back. She hadn't seen the original, and neither of yeah, us had seen the the remake. Real good. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So that was fun. Uh, I definitely the remake wasn't bad, but I prefer the original. I think. Yeah. Uh, Gage was just so creepy in in that one in the eighties that uh, you know Ellie Ellie couldn't really pull off in the remake. Right. And uh, who who's uh who plays Judd in the new one? Um, I cannot for the life of me remember John that. John Lithgow, right? Is that he's he's yes. just sorry, I was thinking John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, John Lithgow, yes. <laughs> he he should have had a little like New Englander accent. It was it wasn't a John Lithgow does not do accents, okay? <laughs> he's, he's a, a distinguished fucking, actor. He's the fucking John Lithgow was Shrek, okay, he does not do. I was gonna say John Lithgow was uh, Lord Farquaad, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yes, uh, not the king; he was the lord. Um, Yeah, there was just something about that remake that I like didn't think was as good as the original. Yeah, I give him props for trying to, you know, take it in a different direction. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. They, they changed the ending too, which, you know, more power to you. King doesn't really know how to end his shit. Uh, but I don't think they've really did a a better job on, on their version. Yeah. Oh, and then the kids did cocaine off my penis. <laughs> I don't think he's ever said that. Oh, you obviously haven't read the last page of it. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I watched, I don't know if any of you I recommended a trace last night, but there's a Netflix original movie called The Platform. Uh, yeah, was... uh, I watched this a while back. Okay, I've, it was. Did he already talk about it? I don't really need to go into it. It was. It was cool. I liked it. Again, the the it didn't have in or I guess I wanted more information that they didn't give uh, at the end of the movie. So in that, it kind of seemed lacking. But all up until that point, I was 
engaged. It, it's essentially like you're on a you're in a prison cell. You're engorged. And I, I'm pretty sure I said engaged, but uh, <laughs> it can be both. Uh, I like, like the thought of you being fully engorged. Food. So. I mean, I'm always fully engorged, but. <laughs> I fucking hate that phrase. I don't know why I just said it so many times. Is engorged your moist monster? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only explanation I can come up with. <sighs> oh uh, god. We started season 3 of Dark, which is still just as confusing as every other season has been. Uh they've they've announced that this is going to be the final season, which you know, now I'm obviously going to watch it so I can have the entire mind fucking not understand it. Um, but I don't understand why they are now. They're still introducing new characters into a show that already has like three different timelines and people time traveling all over the place. And now they're throwing new people in there, too. It's like it's it's too much to keep track of. Uh, <laughs> you gotta have a fucking spreadsheet out just for it. Yeah, Ariel and I watch it. it you know, it's an hour long episode. We pr- we probably it takes us like an hour and forty five minutes to watch because we're pausing it every fifteen minutes, going like, okay, who's that, and how are they connected to this person, and what's going on in this timeline, and uh, but it's it's fun. <laughs> sure, yeah, it's a weird ass show. I appreciate it. That's what I appreciate about you. Oh, what we didn't talk about in TV news, they announced a uh, release date for season two of The Boys. I just re- oh, yeah. started rewatching season one after we finished uh, Watchmen. So Ariel and I are working our way through that. Uh, Homelander just didn't save all of the people on the plane. And they <laughs> found, found that girl in the, uh, in the cage that Frenchie's trying to help out. So... I'm enjoying it just as much the second time through as I did the first time, and I'm super stoked. Really, I think I might. I think maybe we might rewatch that shit. Worth it. Holds up. <laughs> I'm glad it can hold up for a year. Yep. And I watched Hamilton. It was on Disney Plus. So it was cool. Yeah. I hadn't seen it. I didn't listen to any of the music, but you know, it's it's worth a watch. Yeah, I, heard it's pretty I good, right? had an issue with watching it. Is it all the I, I don't know. Was it the microphones no. in their hair? <laughs> like it was just a recorded version of the stage play. Yes. And that just bugged. I don't know. Like I'd rather watch it when I can see the whole stage instead of zoomed in parts. I mm, think sure, like, the music yeah. was fucking fantastic, but like I kept getting distracted, being like, "I know what's going." I don't know. It threw me off. I, so I have heard quite a bit about the the quote unquote cinematography being um not great. Um, yeah, even, even it compared was to other filmed stage plays. Yeah, like the, uh, it, it was just weird decisions all around. Like, I will totally go see that in an actual fucking theater or something. Like, like I'm ever going to get the chance to go in our New York, and yeah. yeah, you know. But I mean, yeah. the thing that I it'll think go is, on the road at some point. Well, yes, and I think it already is in some capacity, or did I should say was. Um, but I, the thing I think is is cool about this is they filmed it with the original cast, and, and yes. I, I don't know how many of the yeah, original cast are, are going to be touring. Um, but yeah, I think that's cool because Lynn hasn't been Hamilton for a while. I, yeah, yeah, I wasn't he's been yeah. reaping the rewards. 
like I said, I, I, yeah. I knew literally nothing about it, just that people, you know, were in love with the musical and that Lynn had wrote it. So to see him playing uh, Hamilton, I was kind of surprised. Mm. Um, a lot of times when you get these like filmed uh, stage adaptations, you get like the fourth or fifth run of, of people because that's when that's when it's hit its like maximum uh uh popularity popularity yeah i was saying it's just not the fucking same as a theater like going to see a live no. performance it's also better than cats yes it, the yes. musical or the movie <laughs> yes Both. <laughs> yes the answer is yes they they say the word jellical cats zero times in Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you listen really closely during uh, one of the King songs in the background, you can hear. I, I will fucking kill uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else, Jacob? No, no, that's pretty much All it. Right. Uh, well, Matt, I know we did a couple of the same things, so I'll let you start off. Or, okay. Or- so uh, I guess start off with the greatest disappointment of the last couple of weeks. Oh no! Um, Waking up, Yoko Taro. The <laughs> yeah, that that too, that too. That's always disappointing. Waking up, uh, Yoko Taro, the mad genius behind such things as um, Near Automata and whatever the other Nears, the other shit that he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, put out a new game, and I saw it on uh, i think it was kotaku or something like that and i was like oh cool i'll get this even though it's a fucking mobile game and then it turned out to be a goddamn gotcha game yep and it it had he wrote the whole thing and it was funny as fuck but then at the same time it's you're, you're inundating me with the fucking oh buy this bullshit I'm like no i'm, I'm done that that sucks because you know it's, i, I wanted to play your thing but yeah, yeah. i wanted to actually play your shit but yeah, that was just disappointing as hell. But um, I also finally uh, picked up the Persona 5 Royal Edition. And that's a fucking brand new game, pretty much. I've put about 60 hours into it so far, and there is so much new shit that's not even funny. Yeah, um, but how was Joker's final smash is my question. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> you're you're going to have to ask the teacher that he's banging. I mean... God damn. All right, I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's real good. There's a lot of new mechanics for fights and a lot of new like characters and shit. So it's it's fresh. It's awesome. And I also forgot how utterly fucking dark this shit is. Because oh, it's yeah. got like that, you know, that cartoony fucking, you know, hyper stylized shit. And then the first target you take out is a teacher that's basically forcing his students to have sex with them. And it's just like <laughs> Holy shit, topical. that's topical nowadays. And <laughs> yeah. Fucking, Jesus Christ. And you got like dirty politics. I don't know. Like there's all kinds of shit in there. And it's just like, yeah, that earns its M rating for sure. Um, that, Lyle's not here, so I can't bounce off him because I don't know if he's played it or not. But that was good. I. What else did I do? Oh, we, we did show. complete. Um, <laughs> We did complete the Garden of Salvation raid that came out yeah. you know, last September. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we we managed to uh, finally finally complete that shit. That was that was good. Nice. Get anything good? Not yet. We, we, we need to run for yet. divinity. Yep. 
Nice. We need to run it all in the same go and feeling. do all the puzzles. And yes, very wait, good feeling that wait, we finally wait, got the shit down. But wait, what what happened? To get There's this a... gun, the raid yeah. exotic, you have to do all these puzzles that are in the raid itself, and you have to oh, do it like in one run. Stuff? Yeah, yeah. And then you got to do it. You got to do the puzzles and beat the boss all in the same instance. So it's. Kind of a pain okay. in the ass. Because we, we have to have an entire group sit there for however long it takes it to uh, to actually get it done. Yeah, so by one run you mean, because um, it resets every week, that you could hop yes. off and start where you left off, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. All right. I, I, I wasn't sure. It In my brain sounded like you started an instance of like the last boss fight or something and beat it and you know what I'm trying to say? Like loaded a checkpoint without actually getting there is what my brain was thinking. You know, that doesn't make any oh. goddamn sense. Oh. So it's been a while <laughs> since I've raided in destiny. I'll tell you that much. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, so what, tell me about your experience with mortal shell. Uh, that game gave me the feeling of going through the beginning of dark souls three, not like not dark souls three, like the original dark souls. And uh, like four hours or so that I played before it, you know, completely fucking crashed on me and would not restart after that. So, Live um, beta, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beta, keep in mind, beta. Uh, but it was utterly fantastic. I am digging the actual mechanics of it because it's, it's Dark Souls, but it's fresh. I know how cliche that sounds, but like there's some <laughs> legit cool shit that, that they are doing with this. So, I I'm like the, the shell mechanic where you yes. inhabit a body and then when that body dies, you're your thrust out <laughs> fucking skinless muscle body or some bullshit and you have uh like no life. But I use that on more than one occasion to um get the final hit on the enemy who killed me and then got uh, back into my body. <laughs> yep. It's uh it was nifty. Like the first, the first little combat encounter you have, you got some swamp hillbilly looking dudes sitting there playing, uh, playing their loot or whatever. You can get the loot. And uh, I just was like, oh, cool, low level guys. I'm give, gonna me fucking... give me the loot. Give me the loot. Yeah, give me the fucking loot. I'll get to that in a minute. I, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go over. I'm gonna run over. I'm gonna smack these guys. We'll be good, right? I may have to dodge a couple of times. No, I run into a fucking bear trap. They come over, smack the <laughs> shit out of me, knock me out of there, and then kill my and then kill the the, the you know the the bony guy. I was like, oh, oh, it's gonna be like that, is it? So I go back, skirt around, I kill them, I take their loot. Then you can play the fucking loot, and it's play cool as shit. <laughs> Oh, and man. as you play the loot, like you get better at playing the loot, and all of a sudden you're playing fucking like actual music. I was like, shit, that's cool. Yeah, I think that was the moment I knew that this game was going to be for me. Is when I sat down to play the loot for like five seconds, and it's like your loot leveled or your your <laughs> loot familiarity leveled up, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Any item in the game, like you start out with zero knowledge, and as you use it you get more and then like stuff is revealed about it. And it's like, that's really fucking cool. Cause that's what dark souls was so good at was like slowly building up the world. And then the way this does it, it's, it's, it's how cool everything kind of connects you unlock yeah. your shortcuts. And yeah, as long as it doesn't like end up over explaining things, I think this is going to be a great, uh, souls like, uh, comparison game. 
and um, it's need more the, of those. Actually, it, yes. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> need more that like, Ring. I need a Bloodborne ones. Two. I need um, that Demon Souls remaster. I need all of these. Give me the souls. Exactly. <laughs> I like the um, what is essentially like their block mechanic where you can just harden your skin for one hit. Um. So you can do weird. a mid swing too, which threw yeah. me off. Like if an you know the boss is gonna, like the guy you're fighting is gonna have an like an opening, you hard mid swing, he hits you and rebounds, and you fucking come down and slap his ass. It's yeah, wild. It's this <laughs> really cool like mid attack parry that is. It feels really fucking good, um, and also the way you string attacks together uh, works really fucking well. Like light and heavy, they mm-hmm. they actually string, and it feels so fucking good. Loving it. Glad they opened that up to everybody. I'm going to buy it for damn sure. Yeah. Uh, you get up to anything else? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about what I did. I did uh, quite a few things, especially since it's been a couple of weeks. Um, I finished uh, the Twilight Zone. I watched all those episodes. I think that was pretty damn good. Um, overall, there are like one or two episodes that I could probably live without. Um, but there's also one that is written by Jordan Peele that I think is the best so far, um, which is you know not entirely surprising. <laughs> um, I think that's worth watching. Um, Finish the last of us. We'll talk about that. Um, played that new track mania as, Shrek as a, mania? as a lover of track mania. Okay. Did you just say that? Like, you don't know what track mania is? Cause uh, I said Shrek mania. Oh, but, no, no. Uh, <laughs> not, not Shrek I don't know mania. what track mania is. Um, <laughs> So Trackmania is uh, fucking years old by now. Um, there have been a lot of iterations of this game. It is essentially a racing game where the only thing you're doing is um, beating times. Um, so it's like time attack stuff. Um, it's a game filled with like a bunch of crazy jumps and loop-de-loops and, and all kinds of stuff. Like It's not a serious racing game uh, in, in a realism sense by any stretch of the imagination. Um, real big on community made maps and community made servers where they can put in like their own uh, songs and uh, just do really weird, weird things with tracks. Um, so they put out a new one. Uh, apparently it's just called Trackmania or Trackmania 2020, um, which is essentially a remake of one of the other games that got filled up with so many expansions that nothing was actually interconnected and it actually made things kind of a pain in the ass. So now everything is here together. Um, really fun. Like really, it, it plays like Trackmania. Um, a couple problems with it. It is technically free, but essentially the free version is um, a demo. Um, you get to play like campaign levels, technically levels made by Ubisoft, um, but you can't really get into the community stuff, which is uh, where the fun of Trackmania is. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, as you're racing, so you get like seven or ten minutes or, or something to um, complete a track as many times as you possibly can to get the best time. Um, you're seeing what are essentially like ghosts of other racers live while they're playing. Um, there's no collision whatsoever with the other cars because that's not not the kind of game that this is. Um, but it's really fucking cool to see, you know, 100, 500 people racing the same track <laughs> as you. And you can also get a sense of like what you should be doing. Um, you know, on the back of the car, there's what is essentially the kind of like the number, like your driver number or whatever. Um, but that corresponds to what place on the leaderboard you are. 
So if you spot like the number one car, you can kind of watch them and see like, okay, they take this turn close. Um, They actually tap their brakes here for a second because anytime you brake, you'll leave skid marks on the track. Um, It's it's pretty fucking dope. Anyway, problems. Uh, There's a free version. There is a $10 version that gets you access for one year. Um, So they're essentially it's essentially a subscription or like a mashup between like like a, a battle pass type thing um that gets you most of the features and then there is another version which i believe is 30 no 20 dollars um and it gets you three years of access and also you can create clubs and um do a whole bunch more stuff with servers and stuff like that um i think it's worth the money but i don't think they do a good job of telling you how to get what you want uh because the ui in this game is fucking atrocious it doesn't tell you anything about like, oh, I'm going to try to click on this thing and it's kind of grayed out. And, oh, here's the buy page where I can buy one of these two versions, but which version do I need to get this thing? Or, you know, that that sort of shit, um, which I think is unfortunate. It also seems to be pretty light on uh, some of the features you come to expect from a Trackmania. Um, one of those things is a customizable horn that option was in the game and it was grayed out and you could not select it. And now it is no longer in the game. And I think that's fucking weird um, because the default horn is not the horn that is default track mania. And it fucking sucks. (laughs) I know that's a weird thing. Only people who play the game will know what the fuck is going on when I say that, but (laughs) know that it's a problem. (laughs) Then I, I booted up my stadia again, you know, cause I'm that guy. I'm the stadia guy. Um, <laughs> the stadia guy. You're the guy that likes getting fucking abused by fucking entertainment. That too. Um, <laughs> so I booted up my stadia, played a couple of games, and had exactly zero issues with the connection or the service or anything. And I thought that was fucking great. Um, I especially you were gonna take fun. S- no, <laughs> especially <laughs> since my goddamn internet has been. Act- I think my router might be dying, dude. I'm fucking pissed. Um, so I played, uh, get packed, which is, um, a while ago I talked about moving out, which was essentially like overcooked, but for moving furniture and shit. Um, I was under the impression at the time that moving out was get packed. Um, get packed was announced to like on stadia's first stream and they're like hey this game is uh stadia exclusive or whatever and then i saw moving out come out and i'm like this is on pc this is not exclusive <laughs> that that kind of sucks that game actually looked pretty cool um so get packed is that game it is stadia exclusive it is um i think a little more fun than moving out uh the challenges are a little more interesting in that you have uh you're obviously like helping people move out your your movers still has that same kind of humor where like the loading screens like only break windows if they belong to the client and other like weird shit like that. Um, but your challenges involve like getting certain items to the truck in, in a certain amount of time, but also you have to send the truck away to unload stuff and then it has to come back. So you're doing some like time management stuff. Um, every 15 seconds you can flat pack something so you can take a big bed and like throw it into a box saves a lot more room in the truck, you know, for your space saving purposes and your, your Tetris like effect of loading everything on. It is pretty cool. Um, haven't played it co-op because, um, wait, wait, sorry. What game is this? I stepped away. Uh, get 
packed. Get packed? It's like a moving, you pack a moving truck? Yep. It's a lot like moving out in that it's um, like overcooked, but for moving. Uh, Seems really cool in like a co-op sense, but I do not have two Stadia controllers because I don't think anyone does. And um, Mm. that's... that's Is it on anything else? Um, What's the art style like? um, It's not quite overcooked, but it's definitely like cartoony. It's really... Mm really tough to explain um i would would just say look it up i I do like how it looks um also at one point i there were pedestrians walking down the street and i flung a couch around and knocked one of them out and then i loaded that person onto the (laughs) (laughs) and and, and away they went (laughs) Um, you got a new person with you (laughs) yeah hold them up in a rug yeah Um, I assume that if I loaded uh, Stadia on like a, a Chrome browser on my PC, I could probably co-op with uh, two regular controllers or controllers of my choice, but I just haven't done that. Um, and another one. So I got like a fucking dozen of the like Stadia Pro games. So I got a lot that I can actually like test out and see what's what. Um, but there was another one that caught my eye and it's called Krayta, uh, C-R-A-Y-T-A. and the best way I can explain this is it's Fortnite meets dreams. Um, there is no actual game here. Everything is user created. So you spawn in this like hub world and you walk up to these like billboards essentially. And it's like, Hey, I made a, a third person shooter where it's a uh, two, two teams of mafia people fighting over a barrel of whiskey or something. And this one's the floor is lava. So you have to navigate this space. And if you fall off, you die just, just a bunch of like that sort of stuff. Um, it's a third person perspective. And I don't know how much of that you can change via the creation mode. Um, but when you go into create, it straight up looks like you're in fucking unity or something like you're editing, uh, item properties and adding meshes and, going in in real time and like building floors and stuff like it seems not quite as extreme as dreams um as far as um it's impenetrable nature (laughs) um like dreams you can do everything kind of visually and i think it's impressive but also there's so many fucking options and all of your item properties like exist in a 3d space when you go to edit them and it, it can be a little overwhelming um, this one is just straight up menus like a unity or something. Um, so I'll be interested to see if you can actually like uh, change how mechanics work or uh, change camera perspective because the actual like movement of the third person doesn't really feel that great. It, it feels very stiff and uh, probably the biggest problem I have with it. But um, there were a lot of like created stuff there. So somebody's been having fun with it somebody has been having fun somebody's been playing stadia and um that person should probably be on my friends list so we can play get pack together <laughs> it's gonna be like wikipedia where <laughs> you find other out that one dude made like 90 percent of the stuff on there yeah well they all have like their usernames attached to them and i didn't see any repeats if or many if i saw any um but i think that you can actually just play stadia for free now um i think think that you can just boot it up in a chrome browser and just go i could be wrong about <laughs> that. um and lastly i played hyperscape um ubisoft came out 
very quietly announced a battle royale game, which is probably what you should be doing with that genre right now. Um, <laughs> dropped it almost immediately in uh, beta form where you had to watch a Twitch streamer and get a code for it. Um, I watched somebody for five minutes, got a code, started playing it. Um, it fuck it, it feels like Quake or some shit, man. It I was is gonna say it fucking sucks. It fucking no, I don't. I okay. Um, I thought that Counter Strike would be the worst I would ever get my ass kicked at a shooting. <laughs> I thought that that was the apex of it right there was my experience in Counter-Strike and getting absolutely fucking shredded anytime I try to do anything. Uh, no, I get straight up murdered in hyperscape and it's, it's fucking depressing. Um, but I, I think the game is cool. It feels like wake. It is extremely fast. You are very mobile. So it's um, hyper twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not really shooting wise, but um, movement wise, um, you get you have like a double jump. There's no fall damage like in that aspect. It kind of feels like Apex in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, but yeah, just like insanely fast, faster than Apex, faster than than anything I've experienced since Quake. Um, there's a lot of really unique stuff that they have in here. Uh, you pick up your like little powers. Uh, one of them is like a little hamster ball you can get into and bounce around and knock into people for a while. I think that's kind of fun. Um, another power is just like a heel or a shield or stuff like that. Um, but where it actually gets interesting is you don't really have an inventory. Um, you have two power ups you can hold and two guns you can hold. Um, you're not worrying about like armor pickups or backpack pickups or ammo pickups necessarily. Cool, that shit's annoying. <laughs> yeah, what you're doing is you're finding... So, like, let's say I find an assault rifle on the ground, right? And I, I pick it up. It's my first gun, ready to kill people. And I find another assault rifle on the ground in the next room. Um, because there's only one assault rifle, what you do is you uh, fuse that gun into your gun, and you get, like, better stats. And you can do that, like, five or six times. You do that with all of your pickups. So... Essentially, it's about like, okay, I found the gun I want. Now I need to find more copies of this so I can fuse it together and get bigger magazine size or less recoil or whatever. Um, it's actually pretty fucking neat. Um, all the windows and doors are like these glitchy glass things. So anytime you go into a building, you you know kind of have to be careful about the noise you're making or you'll know when someone has been somewhere there's no such thing as like closing doors or anything like that because this game is not meant to be played slow in the slightest um if you're trying to you're getting fucked up oh um, so drink six cups of coffee before playing this gotcha yeah get some fucking adderall and let's go um <laughs> last thing i'll say is it doesn't have a conventional like zone like uh, Fortnite or PUBG or any of that stuff where it like closes in in a circle. Um, it's kind of presented as this uh, virtual reality experience in um, so you're in a computer program and zones of the city will essentially go dark. Um, so it's it's not a circle closing in. It's just zones of the city that get closed off from you. Um, not the first game to do that, but I think it's it's actually really cool. Um, it's also entirely urban. Like it is, it is a giant city. You are not in the woods or in anything resembling an open space almost ever, unless you're standing on a rooftop. Um, it's fucking cool. I don't know. It's free or will be free, I guess. 
Um, so again, like not going to hurt the wallet for me to check it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, but I, I don't know I, why I, liking it. I just thought of this, but I, it's because you said urban. That's why like a, my hero battle royale would be kind of cool. Sure. Just have like a bunch of fucking superheroes beating the absolute shit out of each other. Yeah, I'd, yeah I'd, it's, I'd it's spell break, right? Yeah, I was like, isn't that kind of what spell break was? No, I don't know. But with like more melee stuff is what you mean. With more like melee and more weird stuff. I don't know. Spellbreak is a new next injustice game to have a fucking <laughs> battle royale mode. <laughs> no, dude, we're talking. We're talking about old video games coming back. City of Heroes. It's, it's making a comeback. Oh, it's going to oh. be in uh, battle royale. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Matt doesn't uh, want them to ruin but, City of Heroes okay, like that. But yeah, I, don't, don't, don't ruin City of Heroes. You okay, can well, have gonna be a, a Marvel mode game. for Battle Royale, but God damn City it, of Heroes is canceled. It's been I mean, dead it's been for, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, if what if they made like just a DC versus Marvel fucking thing and it was just that? Like that'd be dope. That, I, that'd be, be dope. Fun. Give it like a, a give like a story mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thor yeah. versus going up against an Iron Man that's Let's got like some... <laughs> five levels of armor above you or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Let's settle some fucking debates over here. No, <laughs> Thor can absolutely get his ass kicked by Superman. It's not a problem. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, pretty much all the shit that I did, other than The Last of Us, and we can talk about that here in in just a minute. Um, Trace, you want to? Give us a little sign yeah, off before we get into spoilers. Yeah. Yep, we're gonna get out of here, um, and oh, then we're, we're actually gonna knock it at. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna sign off, and then do a little, little uh, like a encore type thing, and we're gonna come back and talk about the Last of Us One two. More game. Finally, One more game. One more game. Yeah, we've finally seen it. Also, you can find us on Facebook Game Quest. Oh God, I almost forgot it. Uh, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram were Game Quest Log. And then in the show notes, you can find a link to our Discord server. You can come chat with us, watch movies with us, or watch UFC fights with us because that's what's going on right now. I mean, not like as you're listening to this, probably not. <laughs> if there are, that'd be fucking wild. I mean, take your ward, get the fuck out. If you, uh, unless you want to hear Last of Us two spoilers, take your ward and put a fucking mask on. Well, then um, my mask is on. Okay, can we all agree that we're going to be Mortal Kombat characters for Halloween this year? Only <laughs> <laughs> totally. can we make it to Halloween. Totally. Every, <laughs> single, every single uh, woman I see with that type of mask on, I'm like, you could be like a Melina or like, a, you know, like if you just change the color of that and like your hair a little bit, like you could, you could pull it off. <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. Yeah, we're all a step away from being Mortal Kombat characters in society. Well, um, that would probably stay over there. Stay over <laughs> yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Ed Boon's Twitter picture right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last of Us. Jacob, are you sticking around for Last of Us? Uh, yeah, I might as well. All right. Uh, the Last of Us. We just say right off the bat um, spoilers. Uh, 
Abby murders the fuck out of Joel. Four. That, that's didn't even call four. Four. Oh yeah, because it was a golf club. Wasn't yeah, it? It was it was a golf club. Yeah. Um. Kinda. He is. Uh, bloodied the fuck up and then she smashes his skull in right in front of ellie just uh, as, yeah just as ellie comes in and fucking it's, i'm gonna all. save you and then no um so that's what people are pissed about people are mad at the voice actress for abby fucking killing joel again not her decision that's fucking um, bad shit insane also i okay um let's i'm see not I'm against gonna... abby no, let's see if I'm, I'm in the minority Abby. here first before we get into Why, that. Why'd she smash him as someone who hasn't played the game and hasn't We'll get there. We'll get there. I want to ask a question. <laughs> am, am I the only person here who doesn't give a fuck about Joel? No, I think no you're Joel not. A I don't. Fucking person. He's a terrible yeah, person. Joel, yeah. He, like, okay, he did what he I understand his actions. I, I understand his actions, but they're... I mean... The, I can't say I would have done any differently. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, that no, just like, makes me a terrible person too. That's like, not what no, I have there's just consequences <laughs> for it. Yeah. That, is, that is not where my issue is. Uh, and I think my issues only got worse as The Last of Us 2 went on. Um, Joel didn't teach Ellie a fucking goddamn thing except how to murder people viciously. Yes. Um, like, he, oh my god. He only taught her how to survive. He did not teach her how to have a life, how to fucking, and this is the biggest thing, how to forgive anybody, how to stop seeing blind fucking rage. He didn't rage, know how. He didn't how to know how to, though. Yeah. And like, he, well, he, he, he did that Ellie because he didn't, he didn't, re- not he, really. He got over his, okay, so, you know, he saves Ellie's life and dooms pretty much everyone <laughs> because he, he saw Ellie has, as Sarah. Like, that was his second chance at a daughter. And then they move to. I don't Jackson. blame him, by well, the right, way. Right. No, and I don't either. Um, that I have zero problems with that. Um, so they move to Jackson, and then they start having this life. And Joel's fine. Like he's not going out hunting fucking people. He he's trying to live a life. But he did not teach Ellie the same thing that like, hey, I lost a daughter, and then I you know found you and started to care for you, and that's you know, that made me have a different outlook on life. It was just like, all right, here's how you murdered plant <laughs> monsters and also humans really, really, really fucking. Here's how to make a bomb out of a can and some nails. Yeah. And he, and so it kind of goes into the last scene of the fucking game where you see the last conversation that Ellie and Joel had, and I'm expecting him to like, say something uh, like prophetic and like do fucking something that resembles, a human being who's learned something and he doesn't. And that's why Ellie doesn't learn a goddamn thing throughout this entire fucking game. And that I don't really like Ellie either. Like because of that. No, I, I'm going to say, yeah. So I, I already knew that Ellie was just kind of fucking blind rage all the time. But then when the guy towards the end of the game, there's a random guy that she runs into that cuts her down out of a snare. She shoots him in the leg and he like is like begging for his life, tells her exactly where Abby's at. And then Ellie fucking shoots him and walks away. I'm like murders him. What? And that's another fucking point where she already is on this mission, right? Okay, so let's let's just recap this story real quick. Um, Abby comes in 
kills Joel. Okay. We find out that we'll they're out looking we'll, for Joel. Yeah. They're searching for Joel and actually, you know about it. And the moment where you start playing as Abby and then you're rescued by uh, Joel and Tommy is fucking great because you know, you know that Joel is who they're looking for. Um, what happened? Abby's dad was the doctor who was going to make the cure out of Ellie's uh, brain. Not the <laughs> doctor. The only doctor. Yeah, the, yeah that's what the doctor is. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's the only doctor like, who can do this. Wait, and Joel- he's a time lord? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of time travel in this game, actually. Um, so Joel fucking killed him, obviously, on the escape. And Abby is fucking pissed about that. Like, that's that is her revenge tale, right? So we have like took from Abby, her actual dad and her hope of a better future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this was about her dad and also uh, the fireflies and humanity and all this stuff. That's why she hunts down brutally fucking murders. Joel given the opportunity to kill Ellie as well um, because she was in the room. She tried to save Joel when Joel got murdered everyone well not well a lot of the people really wanted to kill ellie and uh, abby was like no our mission is done we're going like yeah we did it my revenge tale is over um ellie can't see through the fucking rage goes to <laughs> seattle to hunt down abby like that abby and and her friends that's what that's the crux of this game um so you're going through seattle and was fucking great like the open world quote-unquote segments of this game are beautiful um massive i heard a lot of people talk about um like the pacing like it's just all murder all the time it's not like there's so many beautiful fucking moments so many beautiful moments where you know using your photo mode is just like you almost have to you're just like man this looks fucking great um so Ellie and Dina are there. Dina is Ellie's love interest and uh, they're going there to hunt everyone down um, and also find Tommy who also went there to Tommy is Joel's brother for those. Tommy who is know. Joel's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who did not show up very much in the first game. I think he was only in the first scene, right? He never showed back up after uh, that last scene. If I remember right. Cause that's where okay. they were trying to get to. Um, so yeah, Tommy's there. Tommy's alive and well kind of mentoring um, uh, Ellie a little bit with Joel and then, you know, that's his brother. He goes on his revenge quest as well. Um, so they're, they're looking for looking for Tommy. Uh, to make a long story short, they find him and get back to this place where they're hole up in a movie theater. Um, after killing several of the, the people that they were hunting, right? Several of the people that were with Abby when they killed Joel. Um, so they all arrive back and then abruptly Abby comes in overtakes tommy uh what the fuck was the name of that friend that rushed in that they found and he just got shot right in the face Henry? jesse jesse okay jesse. Yeah. jesse um dina's pregnant so she's not really any help and then we switch over to abby's point of view um we go back in time to and the- boy oh boy is it a rough fucking point of view yeah um Abby's like she's a- gone through some shit when she gets to the fucking aquarium abby has gone through so much shit. Like I, I don't even think I can recap all of it. Um, but she's a much more sympathetic character than Ellie is like that. Yes. I think that also pissed people off is because Ellie sucks. Um, so I'm, I'm going to interject here because yeah. the whole first half of the game, 
I was pissed off too. Like, yeah, Joel, not the greatest person around, but that's losing your your father figure. And as we find out at the end of the game, like losing the father figure that you just agreed to try and make amends with for, you know, not doing the right thing and, you know, screwing over your life and everybody else's life when it should have meant something, that kind of thing, you know. And so, yeah, so I was like, okay, yeah, understandable. This is just a flat-out revenge mission. And then it didn't really hit me until I was playing Abby, or Abby, not my cat, my Abby, uh, <laughs> Abby side of things that like, holy shit, Ellie just flat out is a goddamn monster during this yep. entire fucking Seattle situation. And like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like that, Abby was like, one and dead, I'm walking away. Ellie's like, fuck you. No, you're, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you, well, everyone and, around you and anyone that's standing stands in my way, I don't care them. who it is. Yeah, yeah, I don't care if this bitch is fucking pregnant. I killed her anyway. I don't really like, feel that bad about it. Like she felt a little At the bad, end of the game, not- she, she kills that whole, or y- you do as Ellie, <laughs> you kill that whole fucking camp of people. Yeah, just to get to Abby, just to get to Abby, and you. And and that that camp, Jacob is is not Abby's friends. Um, we'll 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 get there. She's Um, like held prisoner there. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 get to that. Um, so you start playing Abby, you start learning about her story, and and you get some like backstory about her with her dad, and you see that she gets super fucking jacked, which uh led people to believe that she was like some sort of trans woman. Uh, I will admit I had that thought as well because I heard people get pissed off and I was like, oh, that must be what it is. Um, I was waiting for her to say to like come out as trans the whole fucking game. So did you catch the trans character? Yes. Okay. I I assumed you did. Um, I didn't really. And then um, it also Matt kind of missed it a little bit. Um, So sure. People are upset about that. What the fuck ever. I don't care. Trans character still just a character and actually a pretty damn good one at that. Um, yeah. So we get, we get Abby's point of view. We, we see a lot of the story. She's also going on her own, just kind of everyday life. Um, as Abby, yeah. as had Ellie nothing to do with people. fucking Ellie until Ellie crashed into it again. Like, yep. Yeah. So oh, I know Jacob stepped away. I, I kind of want to wait till he comes back to talk about some of the specifics there, but, um, Let's just real quickly talk about the fucking gameplay and how fucking polished it is, even over the first game. Yeah. The stealth it's, feels uh, well. I, I know you more watched than played Trace, but I, I can you you can tell, right? Like it just Yeah. The animations, the smoothness, the, the sneaking uh, around. The ability the, to go in and out of stealth, um, the yeah. new enemy types you have to deal with. Even the just Ellie's playstyle. The dogs that sniff you out if you stand yeah. still for too long and the way you can see your scent trail and like the little cracks in the walls you can crawl through and just all of that stuff. they really thought a lot about um the combat in this game and it, it feels almost nothing like the other one um oh it's way way yeah i mean it's oh. got the same kind of um semi floaty aim and stuff like that but you can mitigate it uh, we said we said before the accessibility options are fucking staggering um yep. and i i only found out about like half of them like right at the end of the game um fucking fucking really cool stuff uh matt did you know there's a 
I assume you did since you dug in there. I just missed it somehow. There's a toggle to where uh, you are invisible when you're prone. Yes, I, I do that because that just would right. have taken out the rest of the challenge. I, I had already yeah. turned on the auto aim feature because I can't aim for shit in a game like this. But right. yes, I did see that. <laughs> it's just one of those things where if you want to get out of jail free card, if you're literally like struggling with this or if you have some sort of accessibility need, um, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we get Abby's story, and uh, we can kind of gloss over that because uh, it paints a sympathetic character, but I can't really go into all the beats. Um, she meets two kids, or she's actually saved once again by uh, two kids from the rival fucking like cult. Um, what the fuck are they called again? The Scars? Um, Seraphites. Uh, Seraphites is what they call themselves. Um, and I thought that was actually really cool. They... Um, Abby's like your scars, and they're like, no, we're we're, we're seraphites. Um, thanks. Uh, so she she builds a connection. Uh, one of those characters is the trans character that everyone is freaking out about. Uh, Lev, I think Lev is a great fucking character, and um, mm-hmm. Lev sticks around with Abby uh, throughout you know the rest of their story. So when Abby starts seeing that her friends are getting murdered, and she ends up finding out that it is Ellie who's doing it, or Ellie and Tommy both, I guess. Um, she again gets really pissed off. Uh, she let this fucking bitch live. And now she's back in her life trying to fuck everything up, or, or literally fucking everything up, taking away her friends. Um, yeah. Her, boy, her boyfriend, right? That was. Uh, her what's the case? Was her boyfriend? More often, yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. Her, her love interest at the very least. Yeah. Um, so at that intersection where we stop playing as Ellie, we get to that part as Abby and, um, you know, Lev is there. They kill Jesse. They don't kill Tommy. They shoot out his eye um, and they don't kill Ellie or Dina. And you have this fight. Uh, you have a boss fight against Ellie as Abby. Oh, and it cool. is. The, yeah, it is. It was the worst. Fuck. Like, it's, it's a hard, hard battle, isn't it? It was hard, dude. I was almost in tears fucking doing that shit. Like, you <laughs> are a fucking terrible personality. Let him go. It, it really highlights how um how different the two characters play, too. Like, Ellie plays like herself, and Abby plays a lot like Joel. Like a um, fucking linebacker, man. Yeah, and so <laughs> when you're trying to fight Ellie, Ellie is way fucking faster than you, so you you need to use that to your advantage in the stealth and all this stuff, and it, it's actually really cool. Um, so all that shit kind of ends, and uh, as you can probably guess, Abby does not kill Ellie. She doesn't kill anyone else. Uh, Jesse gets killed in the crossfire, and whatever. He sucks. Um, she <laughs> says, if I ever see you again, I'll kill you. Right? That was that moment, right? Oh, yeah, she she essentially says, hey, once again, I'm going to yeah, let you live. As Abby, as Abby, you beat the shit out of Ellie. Yeah. Yeah. Once you actually win that boss fight, you beat the ever-loving shit out of her. Um, yeah. And you let her live. Again. You, again. And you say, if I ever see you again, I'll fucking murder your ass. And that, that whole rev- revelation comes from um, the fact that Lev is there um abby has built this relationship with lev who you know normally would have been one of her enemies um lev literally says ellie fucking tries to drown abby that's at the end later that's at the end what what part are we talking about the fight at the theater where the game should have ended the first time oh jesus for the second time i thought we were going at the end okay never mind yeah no so that's the fight at the theater that's essentially 
the end of the story, like, uh, or the, the proper story. Um, Ellie's revenge tale ends horribly. She gets the shit kicked out of her. Um, yep. Abby like avenges her, her friends and her lover and everything. And goes away. Beats the fuck out of Ellie. Yeah. Sufficiently says, yo, you're not the alpha here. Um, goes away with Lev to try and find the fireflies. Cause she, she heard that there were fireflies and her, her love interest. Um, we're going to go check it out before he died. Um, so she goes with Lev. Ellie goes back with Dina to Jackson. Um, they have their baby. You have this real nice moment where you're just like walking around the farmhouse, just doing like random stuff. Um, you see Abby still ha- or not Abby. Ellie has some kind of PTSD about everything like Joel and seeing his face and visions. And it's, that's where it comes Loud up. That, like, and, yeah. 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 Uh, definite, definite PTSD. Um, that's where it comes up that Tommy shows up and he's like, Hey, I know where Abby is. Dina being the reasonable person that she is says like, no, she's fucking done with that. Like she almost fucking died. She's done with it. And Tommy goes on this thing. Like you said, you'd avenge him. Like that's my fucking brother. You also made a promise that you would avenge him. I can't believe you're not going to do this. And also fuck Tommy for that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I get that. He is more broken than Ellie at this point, but seriously, fuck you. Yeah. It's yeah. That's a real shitty moment from him. But this is another of those instances where I'm like, Ellie just doesn't fucking learn. And I hate it. If you don't know by now, Ellie decides to go. She leaves Dina and the baby. And Dina says, like, I can't fucking do this. If you leave, like, don't expect me to be here when you get back. Like, essentially, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, I'm going to be. So this is the point where we're going to we're going to switch. We're going to have to go back and forth because I took that as I'm not doing this again go get it out of your fucking system or don't come back. Yeah. I mean, I see why you took it that way. Um, I don't remember exactly what the quote is, but she's like, I- I'm not doing this again. Like literally. Well, well there was that. Yeah, she does say I'm not doing this other again. stuff. Um, I believe uh, trace you, you've seen it more recently than any of us, I think, but she, she kind of says some other stuff, right? Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't really matter. She leaves and you get this sense that like, Dina's not fucking happy about it. So we oh, have no. we have Ellie once again embarking on a fucking revenge quest. Finally found someone in her life that is that she's in love with. They have a fucking child t- technically together. Um and she's ready to go throw it all away simply because she's mad at Abby. Again. Yep. Um, I mean it doesn't surprise you though. Ellie doesn't fucking learn a damn nope. thing the whole game part where i'm like oh maybe she finally learned like she's accepting she lost that's okay joel also lost that's okay that was kind of deserved all this other stuff nope she goes honestly abby just needed to kill her like and so i, I hate to just casually throw out murder like that but i mean it's with a their relationship video, abby <laughs> really yeah abby really yeah. should have just fucking killed ellie abby should not have taken the high road either time tech like the, no. the first time maybe too. maybe the first time do it yeah. the first time and then no not the second time yeah. because but, this is just gonna be a fucking annoying fly on your back forever yeah but that just speaks to her character like she so i'm also going to be the dissenting voice here Ellie has had a hell of a fucking life at this point, and she's suffering from insane PTSD that keeps her from, like, prevents her from living a full normal life. Yeah, so she yeah. also sees this well, as a I chance do feel to for put Ellie this for all that. behind her kind of deal. So 
It, it's, I just she did absolutely monstrous and it's the, shit, and it's the but, apocalypse. It's a completely yeah. different society than we are even remotely used to. There's no access to mental health. Like it just festers and there's yeah. guns everywhere. So she's I'm, traumatized. I get it. Like this has been her life, but also like you have something good in your life. Why? What about finally Joel? some normalcy? No, like what about Joel was better than her life with Dina? Like, you know, it's wh- that what about that survivor's guilt is, I think is what it would be like, what if kind of deal, but. And it's, it's that point where we get back to that last scene on the porch. We're like, okay, no, we shouldn't get there just yet. Um, yeah, so yet. Uh, Ellie takes off to go after Abby. We play as Abby one more time where she's searching for fireflies. Um, she kind of finds one and then, uh, or finds like their whereabouts and it's going to go there and gets captured by fucking dog, the bounty hunter or whatever the fuck this guy is. <laughs> um, Ellie shows up same street gets captured. That's where she breaks out and, uh, kills that dude after finding out where they took Abby. She goes up to this compound and this is where she fucking murders everybody or doesn't like you can play that totally stealthy too. Um, fuck no, I went out with a bank cause I still had all my fucking minds. Yeah. <laughs> finds, <laughs> <I didn't use laughs> shit. <laughs> finds Abby and Lev, uh, essentially crucified left starving, um, attached to these posts or mostly Abby. I don't think she really gave a shit about Lev. Um, finds them attached to these posts and Ellie has this moment where, Instead of killing Abby, she sets her free, lets Abby set Lev free, and helps them to the water where they can get into a boat. Like, there was a moment there where I'm like, oh shit, is, did Ellie finally see Almost that? Almost like, and then had a trigger, tr- had a trigger moment. Yeah, yep. it's like, okay, this is someone else's plight, like, th- they're... A, I saw Abby and she didn't try to kill me immediately, but also she's very weak, and B, um, you know, maybe my mission isn't what's important right now. Though they get to the boat, Ellie says, you know, hey, I just had an episode. I can't let you leave. We have a fist fight. Ellie almost drowns Abby. Like, I really I was thought, so fucking mad. Yeah. I was I, so fucking mad. I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to fucking do she it. Was. And then she doesn't. She has this random fucking change of heart and she lets her go. It was barely no, 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 it's fucking random. There was no random random change of hearts. She had the flashback of Joel sitting on the porch. That was the first flashback, like PTSD trigger that did not involve him dying. So I think she finally like had a breakthrough, had a moment of mental breakthrough, a moment of peace, Mm. and was like, "Holy shit, what the fuck am I doing?" The same that she did after she killed the pregnant lady because she. Mm completely broke down after that yeah but like it was for like two okay yep well, yeah but that's <laughs> breakthrough breakthrough like she had like a major <laughs> fucking moment like take like she saw abby as Lev's protector like joel was to her and was like get the fuck out we're, we're done I, i'm done i'm not doing this anymore it like i will acknowledge that that is a way you can read that Nothing about their conversation there, which they, you know, they're giving you this conversation for a reason, lends credence to that to me. Um, it would have been better if they'd showed like some scene where it was like mirrored and, and it was Joel forgiving someone who was attacking him and Ellie or something and like just something like that. It was just this completely benign conversation on this porch 
That's really and benign, though, because it was. it was Joel saying, I'm going to try to forgive Joel. Yeah. Like, she had that ripped away from her. I don't think she would have been as, you She know, didn't have it ripped away wagey. from her. I don't, don't, I don't want to blame Abby for taking that from Ellie, because Ellie could have mended that whenever the fuck she wanted to. Right. She was mad that she didn't do it sooner, and she didn't take responsibility for not fixing her relationship with Joel sooner and blamed it on Abby. Uh, yeah, I can give you that. But either way, like it, it did have a play on, on that. I feel like, yeah, like it, it was know. a valid conversation. It, it just also like <laughs> Jordan just wants it, to be completely nihilistic. <laughs> no, it's just a, it's a moment where you know if I take it as you say, it's Ellie yeah. talking about her trying to forgive someone. She she doesn't forgive anybody in this game. Like it's not her forgiving Abby. It's just like I'm not going to take away this kid. An ounce of mercy is a step towards forgiving, though. Like yeah, like it's it's her going just like okay, I'm not finally a break from her being a fucking psycho. Yeah, like it's a good moment. Like it's not necessarily forgiving. It's just get out of here. I'm done. I mean, she, she is definitely forgiving her, but like it, it wasn't like, I think my problem is it wasn't a moment of Joel teaching Ellie anything because he never did. It was Ellie teaching herself that like, okay, if I can, you know, work on forgiving Joel, yeah, even I can though I forgive have Joel. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 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 It doesn't have know. to be Joel. It's still Ellie growing yeah. slightly. Okay. Yeah. I'll say this. Not, not, not been, to the credit of Joel. It could have been a lot stronger, is what I will say. Like I'll I'll accept it as as a valid, at least somewhat valid uh, excuse for her having a sudden change of heart. But I think that that scene could have been so much better. The porch scene. Dr- Druckman Neil is that his last name? Yep. The director said they intentionally intentionally left everything as vague as possible because they want people to come to their own conclusions. So uh, there's multiple ways to read oh, this. Well, fair. Yeah. Cool. I like it. So and, unless they do a part three, exactly like however you take it, I think there's exactly Okay. So yeah, we should finish it off. Um, Ellie having got the shit kicked out of her, got, literally gotten her fingers bitten off, um, goes back to the house that she shared with Dina most of the stuff is not there. There is a room full of what looks like Ellie's stuff. Um, I've, Matt and I differ in, in this aspect. Um, I believe that Dina has also left behind any connection that she had with Ellie um, because the record that they used to listen to is still there. Um, Ellie tries to play the guitar. Hey, you can't do that with missing fingers. She leaves that her connection to Joel behind and then leaves to an unknown place. And that is the end of our game. Um, so yeah, my take on that is Ellie is not wearing her chucks. She's cleaned up. She's wearing the bracelet Dana gave her. And yeah, there's a lot of shit left from Ellie, but a lot of that was also Ellie with Joel. All the paintings that were of Dina and the kid are gone. So obviously, you know, either Dina or Ellie took them. Uh, I think Ellie is living in Jackson with Dina, trying to do an actual normal life now that she's got everything behind her. That 
That is just could just be the optimist in me, but I like that ending better than. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Dina just. Left. I, I think Dina left. She she has had it with Ellie. I think she just left. But that's just me. That's you know open to interpretation. Um, overall, I I I really don't like Ellie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she has one mode. It is fucking kill people. Um, and that's yeah, fine in certain I wish situations. Abby would have that- killed her at the end. There, there were uh, that's plenty. The entire game, I think, is I don't like any part of this game. Like, I didn't enjoy consuming this piece of media. Like, I mean, the first time I watched The Road, I didn't enjoy consuming that piece of media. Like, <laughs> there's no character in this that I can go, yeah, I really like that character because they're all different shades of shitty people. No matter how much you I like Abby, I I think Abby, Abby has great. every. I think Abby has every fucking reason in the world to want to murder Ellie. Yeah, but Abby was also fucking a fucking murder machine. She was a soldier in a fucking psycho's army. Like, that she's. I mean, that's how she had to survive. That's what she through. was born into. It's not necessarily her fault. Yeah, but and and she that's killed. The same could be said for Ellie, though. So I mean, she it's... killed the enemy, though, and like those people were not Ellie's enemies. They they let her live like th- they were not her enemies when she just starts getting to Seattle and murdering the shit out of them. Um, Somebody Abby's, Abby's came in and killed my cards. family. They'd pretty much be my enemies. So yeah, I don't know. Abby is the only enemy there. I mean, they were they were all there though, and they all let her live. I like, see where <laughs> both of you are coming from. Yeah, like this. yeah, it's just. <laughs> Like it's something you can take a lot from. I I think Abby is a great fucking character. I sympathize with her pretty much every step of the way. I think her actions are justified, with the exception of not killing Ellie. Um, <laughs> I I see why they didn't want to do that, but like, I I, I would have done it. Like, let you live. Say you know, hey, I got my revenge. This is over, and then you kill all my fucking friends, my fucking pregnant friends, my boyfriend love interest whatever like fuck it me and love my gonna dad move on. Like- <laughs> <laughs> well well she didn't do that joel did that and that was she had already gotten that taken care of um i don't know it's it's a good game i don't know that i'll ever play it again um it's a good piece of media for damn sure. Like it, it was thought provoking it was divisive it was excellent fucking storytelling all around I did not fucking enjoy it though. <laughs> no, it I, I did enjoy it. I like depressing shit. Um I don't know that I found this to be particularly depressing. Um it was just it was like I saw the devil. Like it was like playing the game version. I mean of I had I fun watching I saw the devil. Yeah. But maybe that's yeah. the just devil me. was fun. This just wasn't I I don't know. I had a good time. It, 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 did, not, it did not affect me in that way. Um but yeah. Good stuff. I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm not too sensitive to murder. I know that sounds fucked up, but fictional murder is. Yeah, it's, it's fictional murder. It's very like hyper stylized and everything, and like yeah. visceral is the word. But yep, I think that's probably the last we'll talk about. The Last of Us Two. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Excellent. This fight starting in uh, Bruce Buffer just uh, did a shout out for a movie uh, starring Charlize Theron at the beginning of this fight with Max Holloway. So. Uh, with that, I think we're going to sign off of here, and I'm going to watch this damn fight. Alrighty. I thought you were going to uh, watch that Charlize Theron movie. Well, that's <laughs> you. Yeah. Alrighty.
thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully, I have Hopefully. this up before two weeks from now. The fucking long <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, but half of it's the half end of it there. you don't have to listen to if you don't want to. Yep. <laughs> if you haven't, you heard it game, here. So. After that half of it, don't listen to that if you don't want to. It's the half of it, part two. Take your word <laughs> and get the fuck out. <laughs>